When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Hello and welcome to the show. And hello to our new sponsor, Nutrient Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Scotty Sattler, how are you? I'm very well. Very well, actually. I can feel... You sound better. I can, yeah, I, I do actually feel a lot better. I'm fine, thanks, mate. The miso is still crook. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Although she was on the phone to me this afternoon barking instructions at me. Are you calling my wife a dog? No. Well, no, not at all. You're unbelievable. I can feel gout coming into my toe. Oh, no. Mm. I just pop a couple of Nurofen. I haven't had a, for a long time, actually, because I take these two tablets for my arthritis every day. Oh, here we go. And, but this is the first I've felt. It must be something I'm eating. Or big storm coming within three days. Let me look at the, I... look at the weather. I went to the gym this morning. You know how I'm starting out at the gym again? Yeah. And very good gym called Kiza. Uh, cha-ching, yes. Uh, give them a go. But today I did a strength test. And without giving much away, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. The lady who's very heavily pregnant who's coaching me, she goes, you've got to push. Like, you know, I'm pushing against this yeah, thing. Yeah. And I go, oh, I am. And I, I tore my hamstring again. Are you serious? Doing a, doing a strength test on my right leg. So, um, I don't want to give too much away. Did she give you much of a gauge of where you sit for people around your age? Uh, my age? Yeah. 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 Uh, in the bottom 10 and 5%. Okay. Is it a little bit like Barney from The Simpsons? Is it? It's a lot like that. In fact, my profile is that of a 78-year-old woman. So. Going through menopause. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. yeah Do you reckon she's talking good. about you now? I had this guy in today. Absolutely. And so she goes, <laughs> I, she goes, I'm heavily pregnant and my gut's smaller than his. I can see it now. It was horrible. It's profiling. They shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> That's right. Good oil. Thanks to Cobram Estate Premium Australian Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Uh, Mitchell Johnson has responded to the George Bailey comments. I'm over this already. This is what he had to say. It's basically having a dig at someone's mental health like, and, and saying that I must have um, something going on, a mental health issue that has made me say what I've said. And that's not the truth. That's completely the opposite. I've actually... Yeah. I, I... Mitch, you mm. stuck your chin out there. That's right. Okay. And you copped a whack. And someone's whacked you on the end of it. So don't get sensitive about and use this whole mental health card, okay? You work in the media, you want to have an opinion, and good on you for having an opinion, but if you're willing to stick your chin out, now and then you're going to cop an uppercut. So he also admitted that he received a pretty ordinary text message from David Warner after he had a crack at uh, Warner's uh, wife, Candace after some comments she made on the back page. Yep, she, and that was... Along the lines of, well, Mitchell's just using Dave's name to get headlines. Words to that effect. Yeah. So, um, you got to. What my only advice, and I'm not a Dave Warner fan, and, and fair to say neither of us are, right? But, 
But oh, Mick, you know, I, I do. I okay. I won't I speak love for watching, you then. I love watching him play. I don't. But, I love watching him play. Yeah, I, I don't. But the thing is, yeah, if you're going to throw it out there, like you say, you've got to cop it back. Mm. And and Mitch, you've got to you've got to be bigger than the Warners. If if Candace says something on on the back page, mate, no one actually cares. Like she she tried to rip one into Live Golf last week, right? And Joaquin Newman, Neumann, whatever his name is, wins the Australian Australian um, Open. Open. So don't worry about what Candace Warner says on the back page. It means nothing. Mm. So be bigger than them. Be better than them. Yeah. And if you're not, then get into a cage with them. Yeah, cage fight. It's the only way you can sort it out. I think he's got. I think he's got Davy. See, uh, no, covered. both he and his wife are black belts. Mitchell Johnson's wife is former national judo yes, he's got, champion. Yeah, yeah, he's a black belt in something. I I think it's jujitsu or well, martial arts or some some sort of martial art. Without sounding rude Some, or anything, what would Dave's wrestling outfit be like? <laughs> like I'm thinking a lot of leather. Have junk hanging out everywhere. But, a lot of leather. But short and stocky, low to the ground. He'd actually be a handful as a wrestle. <laughs> would he have like a gimp mask? Dave? Possibly, no. yeah. Possibly. Chaps? <laughs> I'm just thinking no, leather. See, I'm, I'm imagining short, stocky build. I'm thinking... College wrestler, you know, like the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where your boobs stick out the side. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> your and your, your boobs stick oh, out the side. Be every, it'll be flapping. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's I, the... I, bo- think, yeah. I think Mitchell will have him for reach, but... Yeah. <laughs> reach. And Candace is the one you got to watch. Yeah. you can keep an eye on her in the corner. Yeah. She's like Paulie from Rocky. <laughs> Less facial hair. I've got to say, but... Course. Yeah, oh, Mitchell's let's not talk about it. But Mitchell's it. got to have an opinion because he's gone from playing to the That's media now. And if he's going to have an opinion and it's a strong opinion, he knows he's going to upset some people. So, Is there more of an argument that you couldn't give a stuff about happening at the moment? The two people I don't even like. Yeah, I, you know, M- Malcolm Conn, who's yeah. your number four journalist in cricket in, the, in Australia, he's probably number Correct. one. No, whoa, whoa, what about Crash? Well, him and Crash. no. Well, Crash goes across all sports. Malcolm Conn really focuses on cricket. Barrett Sundaraisen is around there. Barrett Sundaraisen and I actually and I find that offensive. Yeah. So he actually said he found the comments interesting because when Mitchell Johnson played himself, he was such a sensitive guy mm. when it came to criticism. So working in the media, <laughs> if you're not used to criticism, unfortunately. I couldn't give a stuff. <laughs> Why are we talking about it? Because it's um, it's the news. If it bleeds, it leads. <laughs> right, okay, got it. <laughs> Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. Let's talk about something positive. Let's get into some good stuff. Cameron George, CEO of the Warriors. Let's find out what's happening over the Dutch next here on Sports Day. For the win, Sean Johnson! Nails it for the Oh, yes. Uh, great moment for the Warriors last year. I thought when we had a Cameron George play on, I thought we were going to have like uh, some vision of him running down the sideline or scoring a try for the Casino Cougars. Yeah, yeah. As the Greyhounds run around the <laughs> yeah. rugby league track. Yeah, absolutely. Not, not to be, though. The CEO of the uh, Warriors joining us now, Cameron George. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm well, thanks, Chance. I uh, hope you're both well over there in the sunshine, enjoying the heat. Now, not think we are. We certainly are. I'll tell you what, it is bloody hot. Uh, not a lot of people know, though, that you are, yeah, of course, the CEO of, of the Warriors and doing an exceptional job and, 
how you nursed that club through COVID was absolutely amazing. But uh, your your footy her- heritage and pedigree come, goes back to the Northern Rivers of New South Wales, Cameron. Yeah, mate. Uh, good old Casino Cougars. Uh, grew up in Casino and played a lot of footy there and out at Tamworth as well. Played a number of years out there and um, I finished off uh, before I moved to New Zealand, captain coaching uh, Evans Head, a little coastal town near Ballina. Nice. So had a lot of fun. Um, yeah, had a lot of fun with some mates and that's that's what it was all about in the bush and um, it's great to be a part of the elite level in, you know, in the NRL and um, mate, there's no difference. Uh, the guys want to have fun with their mates, and um, you know we had a bit of a bit of that last year. We have got a good footy team and a good coach, and um, that's what it's all about. So we just want to have that environment here at the Warriors. Did you ever come up against uh, the Byron Bay team when Sats were the you, Red Devils? Were you captain, coach Sats, or just coach of the coach. Red Red Devils? I mean, very hard to get the boys together mm. and focused. I believe. Did you ever come up against the Red Devils? Mate, I did, but not in uh, Scotty's days. Uh, uh, they were a pretty good team uh, club when I was there, and I think didn't think they had too many problems attracting players to come and play for them because uh, <laughs> they uh, they certainly enjoyed the after matches at the Beach Hotel. And <laughs> yeah. The Great Northern, I think, sponsored them in it the was, day yeah. as well. So um, it was pretty easy to um, you know, get a player to come and play at Byron Bay. So they always had a pretty strong team. Now, Kim, twenty twenty three was really impressive, of course, and. So I'm thinking the players and the staff and all the departments would have returned to the office with a bit of a spring in their step. Have you have you sensed that? Yeah, look, you know, the guys were really happy last year and, you know, uh, finished off the year as best we can and uh, could and, um, you know, really pleased with that. But they've come back with a real desire and hunger. It's something that, um, you know, it's really obvious to me that they've come back to work knowing that they want to complete, you know, the task at hand and, they're happy about being there. They're um, they're training really well, um, and all things being equal over the summer, I can see him putting in a really hard off season. Um, you know, Webby and his team aren't going light on the situation. They they actually know what they need to improve on, and they're they're absolutely hungry to do it. So, really pleased with that because um, you know sometimes you can come back and think we've achieved something and and not be ready to put in, but that's certainly not the case here. Uh, which is pleasing to see. Yeah, definitely. You just can't be happy with obviously not being there in the uh, first week of October. Now, all the talk has been about Jerome Lewis. Where's he going to go for 2025? And out of nowhere, Cam, there's talk about Cam, uh, Kurt Catewell and the New Zealand Warriors are linked. Now, how did this all come about? And is the club identified him as a bit of a piece of the puzzle to get in the grand final day? Yeah, Kurt has um, come across our our desk as someone of interest. Uh, Webby obviously connected with him through his days at Penrith. Uh, he's very fond of him as uh, as a person, first and foremost, and clearly he's got some great capability on the field and he's had success everywhere he's gone. And we're going through a, you know, a, a phase in our footy club where we didn't have juniors for a number of years due to COVID. Um, and now we've re-kicked, you know, restarted that off and we're looking for experience, high high-level athletes, competitors to come into our club to really set the standards for our kids or the future coming through. And Kurt's one of those guys. And, um, look, if we can get him, fantastic. Um, I think he'll add significant value to our footy team and our club and our fan base would really enjoy him. Um, he's a winner. And uh, that's what we want. We want competitors in our footy club. So where's that at, Cam? How far down the track are you? Are you confident he'll be there in 24? Oh, mate, not... Not confident. Um, look, the, the options there, 
if you know if uh, him and Brisbane want to look at those. Um, but it's up to him where he's at with his longer term future. We're, we're certainly express our interest. Um, and look, he's got to decide. You know, he's got a year to go at the Broncos, and they've got to have that discussion. And mm. if they want to, he wants to come and talk to us about this year, mate. We're, we're certainly willing to. But um, we respect the fact he's got a contract at Brisbane. But he's got to decide, and him and the club will decide what they want to do, and then we we can be there if uh, if need be. And Cam, is it the reports are saying you're you're tabling a three year offer? Is that true? Yeah, look, we've said there's a long there's a longer term option here for him. Um, you know, he's on the market for 25, and that's what we're looking at um, now. If that was to eventuate, and um, him and Brisbane decided that there was an option for this year for us to talk to him about, we'd be happy to do that. But our interest has been around the longer-term uh, proposition as well. Yeah. Now, re-signing of Tahu Harris, uh, that was always going to be a given. Now, I was fortunate enough to hear firsthand the presentation, like your glowing praise of, of this young man, how important both he and his wife were to the club and are to the club off the field, especially through the COVID years. Now, we've never got to know Tahu Harris that much as a fan because he's so quiet and he just does everything under the radar. What, what kind of leader is he that you see each and every day? Uh, he's all about actions, Scotty. He, um, you know, he's not a big talker, uh, but when he does talk, as you know, you've been in those environments, they, they execute the message really well, very decisive. And he doesn't say or overstate, you know, the position. He just then goes and leads it. Um, he's a real student of the game. He understands it. He, he knows the players against that he's playing with or against. And um, he's a, he's got a real footy brain about him. But off the field, Mate, he's a terrific person to have around the club, um, and you know when you when you hit hard times and hit adversity, nine times out of ten that's when you find out who your leaders are. And he stood up unannounced and just kept working through the COVID stuff. And um, you know, honestly, meant what I said that night that you know, Natalie, his wife, um, they stuck with us through thick and thin. They led through it. You know, they led us through it. Um, he had some hard times because he had an ACL during that period. But not once did he ask to come home. He stayed there and, and you know, led the club through it. So um, it was really great to see him get an extension. Um, in the modest way he is, he um, he just said to the players the other day, the reason why he wanted to play on, because he wanted to win a premiership with this group of players. And he's setting out to, to lead that you know, over the next couple of years, which is great to see. Yeah, good to hear. Great to hear the commitment to the club now. Warriors social media sent fans in a <laughs> frenzy last week when the vision of uh, Roger Tuivasa-Shek turning up for training. And how's he, I mean, he looks good all the time, but how's he looking back in league as opposed to Union? Oh, mate, he's so happy. Um, he's really enjoying the environment. Like, he left in 2021, uh, when, you know, halfway through to get back and embark on his rugby career. And, he made the All Blacks, so not everyone gets to do that. So mm. he'd achieve some great things there. But, um, you know, to have him back in our colours, have him back in our smart, he feels extremely comfortable. He he was really clear to, to us during the course of, you know, deciding that he wanted to come back. Um, that he didn't want to be a, a, a nuisance or a distraction, if you like, by coming in, um, being the former captain. So he's been very deliberate in making sure that you know, he's a part of the, the squad, not a leader of the squad. And um, he's been great for our young kids because he started on day one with them and they got to train with him from day one. So naturally, his standards have been 
um, you know, imposed upon all the kids from day one, which has been an amazing experience for them. And we're very excited to have him back, and he's extremely excited to be back and looking forward to pulling on the boots. I know, a couple, again. I know a couple of 17-year-olds that are over at the Warriors doing the preseason over there, and I just check up with them on, on message. How are you going? How's the training going? You know, yeah. you're, you're eating well. You're training hard. And one of the kids texts me. He goes, I can't believe I walked past Roger Tuivasa-Shek. <laughs> he's just got that aura about him, hasn't he? He's, he's so good to have, have back in the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, no, he's fantastic, mate, and he's he's a terrific guy. And you know, Chanel Harris Savita's back as well, and they've come back into the environment after a year of what we've done last year, and they can they can really see the difference. But they're not coming back to be a part of it; they're coming back to help create a future and a successful one. So, um, yeah, pumped for both of them. Yeah, geez, the the names you're talking about coming into this side after what you achieved last mm. year. I, I, it's going to be amazing how 2024 is going to look for you. Hey, off the back of the success of last year, and Sats and I were on air throughout September when we had uh, the Wars going deep into the finals. We had the All Blacks mm. competing at the World Cup. But Cam, all the talk was about the War- uh, was about the Wars, was about the Warriors. It wasn't about the All Blacks. And I, I want to know, off the back of that, what's commercial support and membership been like off the back of the success of this year? Yeah, outstanding. Um, look, it was a, a huge movement over here in support. Uh, in a World Cup year, as you touch on, which rarely happens for us, and um, it was mind-blowing to see the support we got, not just here, but in Australia as well and, and in other parts of the world. But um, I think we really awoke the giant over here about what rugby league's about. And, um, you know, with that, the commercial support coming into this year has been outstanding. Uh, we've got our best membership numbers to date um, in our club's history. Uh, 2012 was our, our our next biggest year, and that was on the back of the 2011 Grand Final appearance. So um, we're equal and better of that at, at this point in time. So everything's heading in the right direction, but we're none the wiser of um, you know of what what next year looks like. All we do know is that we're going to work bloody hard over the summer, be ready like every other club. And we're not taking it for granted. So there's there's just no one in this club that is sitting on their hands. We're all striving to be better in every way, shape, or form we can. Yeah, wouldn't see it any other way. Now, uh, before we let you go, Adam Flanua Blake, how hard has that been to navigate, Cam? And um, and two part question. I know he's staying 2024, but are you still you still confident you'll be able to keep him beyond that, or are you resigned to the fact that he that he'll be gone? Oh, look, the first of foremost for us was you know working with Adam through the compassionate grounds and you know like any player we've had in the past we've always had a open mind with our approach and and Adam was equal to that with us and didn't want to let us down as well um, so you know he's here this year um, he's still working through what his future looks like beyond 2024 um, so there's any number of options one could be he may wish to remain so um, we're just working with his management um, we're working with Adam, making sure he's okay in the immediate future and what happens in the longer term, you know, time will tell. But he's welcome at this club. He knows that. We know that. Um, but the most important thing to us is making sure he and his family are okay in the immediate future. We had one of the texts from, from a listener, which is Moth, and he said uh, about the Adam Fanua Blake scenario, he said if he nominates a club, Cam, that's in Sydney, one of the grounds, to the NRL and, and to yourself, what club that he would look at potentially um, negotiating with. Can you then discuss with that club any, pot- any potential trade? 
Yeah, look, at the end of the day, um, you know, Adam is high-end in terms of his uh, capability and um, we we need to ensure that we do the best interests, you know, do what's best for our footy club and Adam knows that and his management knows that. We're not the first club to go through this process. Mm. So we do then, you know, we'll work with the um, with the club that he may have some interest in or vice versa and and see what we can uh, we can get out of that, and that that, that will be we'll want a player um, because we've got to fulfil the you know the the, the spot if Adam does go. But look at this stage, um, our focus is just working with Adam and his management. Um, but those options are certainly on the table in due course if need be. God, I hope he stays. Yeah. Mm. All right, Cam, before we let you go, there's a massive game of rugby league coming up in the northern rivers of New South Wales, uh, the Casino <laughs> Cougars. And I believe you're pulling in some old war horses uh, to help you out at a charity day. What's going on there? Well, yeah, I don't know if it's a charity day. What it is is our old boys' day. And uh, I was having a beer with a few boys the other day, and we're trying to make it. We're trying to really kick it off. And I said, okay, I said, I've got an idea. How about we get Scotty Sattler to pull the boots on and play a game for us? And they said, no way. And I said, what's <laughs> this? And, uh, mate, he bounced straight back. I think he started stretching already. Uh, the crowds will be hanging off the rafters. Right. And uh, it'll make Country League great again. Mm. Well, can I just say at the start of the show tonight, he was complaining about the onset of gout. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so uh, careful what you get. We've also got a, a scrawny... Uh, former 5'8 slash winger in Matt Rogers. He'll play. He'll play. We'll drag him in as well. Yeah, there we go. Yep. Don't worry about the gout, mate. There'll be plenty of tablets we can give you down there. I'm sure everyone around casinos have plenty of gout in their life. So Fantastic. we'll get through that, mate. You'll be right. All right. Good luck, mate. You host the Sharks in round one at Go Media Stadium on Friday, the 8th of March. Cameron George, good luck with 2024, mate. And as always, we love the time you give us here on Sports. Thanks, Day. Cam. No worries, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews. To save time and water, Irrigear is here. Sports update update time. Uh, the Panthers willing to increase the term of Luai contract to keep him. I like this. From two to three years. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll have to probably let go of someone, Sats, well, for a three-year term. What happens is, they first, they were two years at 850. Good money. Great money. West Tigers offering 1.15 for four years. So, yes, it's about the money. A lot of the times for, for players when you're 27 like he is, 27, 28, it's about the term of the contract. Now, it seems as though that, Matty Cameron, their CEO at Penrith, has said, okay, let's go three years at 850. And it means he'll come off at the same time as Nathan Cleary, which is a really good position to be in for Jerome. You either, you either re sign as a seven and six together after another uh, series of, or period of success, or Nathan re signs with Penrith and you become the next best half. On the market. So either way, this works in favour. I don't think it would have worked in favour for him at two years. I think it works in favour of Jerome Luai if he three years if he comes off exactly the same as Nathan. But as you said, it probably may mean they they may lose a Taylor May, Sonny Taruva, um, or a Isaac Tungor. But that's not a concern because we've got this young kid called Jesse McLean coming through. He's only nineteen years of age. He's a potential superstar. So. Their succession planning is really, really good. So for the West Tigers, though, 
when you're vulnerable, and I've been in this situation when you're negotiating with players, you feel like you're a little bit vulnerable and you're up against it. You, you let players and their managers, you let it drag on negotiations instead of sort of drawing a line in the sand and saying, we need to have an answer within three weeks yeah. by this date. Unfortunately, we've got to move on because at the, at the moment, the West Tigers aren't doing that for more reports. And it could cost them... It could cost them someone like a Justin Ollum. Didn't we talk about that last week? It was like, how long do you let this go for? Exactly. So uh, for Jerome Luai. And the longer it goes. The more he's going to stay. Because he's with the, he's with the Panthers every day. He's amongst you know, the other And he's seeing, he's seeing what the, you know. The, the West Tigers only get to talk to his manager. That's right. and Every so often. He's seeing the, what the boys are doing at training. Music's pumping. Photos of the rig. Yeah. Is the rig back? The rig's back. Oh, he's not back at training yet. Right. I think it's week He'd still Christmas. be there, though, with his shirt off, though. I think he's only just got back from overseas. He's been hanging out with Mary Fowler, hasn't he? Well, yeah, no, she's over, overseas playing for Gillaroos now, isn't she? Yeah. He'd have um, his shirt off in Canada. If he's back in Penrith, he'd have the shirt off because it's I like was, 40 degrees. If I was Nathan Cleary, yeah. I, if I had a rig like that, I'd have my shirt off everywhere. Public buses, opera, everywhere. <laughs> like, anywhere I'd go, I'd just take my shirt off. Yep. Wouldn't you? No. Why? Why? <laughs> Soon his abs? Jesus. As long as you wear sunscreen, of course. Um, yes. Yeah. Because you've got to be responsible. Exactly, yeah. Um, oh, do we want to touch on the Adam Dewey thing again? Not just really. A, just a stupid I can see. Where, I, can, this, I, I can see where he's coming from, but he was never going to win the battle. No. Mm. No. Nowadays, you will never win the battle on that. Even It was just a stupid thing to do. It wasn't hurtful. Mm. It was just stupid. Yeah. That's all it was. You just got to be. He's been. Many have claimed he's, he's homophobic. And no, I don't. I, you know what? I didn't see that from that. Neither did I. But you've got to be mindful of people's sensitivities mm. nowadays. Yeah. Mm. You know, millennials. Um, Dane Laurie, what about that photo from the Daily Telegraph? Daily Telegraph. So they did this. They did this countdown of players that are turned from. Rugby league careers to criminals. And they had a photo of Dane Laurie, West Tigers Dane Laurie, now signed with the Penrith Panthers. A photo of him talking about how he um, how he fired a, a weapon in public and he was charged with all these offences and he did two years in jail. And oh, Jesus. It's the wrong Dane Laurie. Laurie. Dane Laurie, was, they're talking about the former front rower that played for Penrith and West Tigers, yeah. who's from the... Um, yeah, around that, I think he's around that Nambucca head sort of area. Yeah. Uh, I think he's from around that area. And, yeah, they've got the wrong – so if you're Dane Laurie, do you just let it go and, no. and get an apology? Or do you, are your lawyers getting in contact with the Daily Telegraph? Absolutely. I'd be, I'd be picking your house out now. Can I just say, I looked at the photo of Dane Laurie, current Dane Laurie, with those the story underneath it, and I went, I never knew he'd served time in prison. There you go. I never knew that. And, and I, I, I thought the same. Yeah. So now his reputation's damaged because how many people have gone back and seen the correction? Mm. No, I'd, I'd be lawyering up. Yep. I'd be picking my house out of realestate.com.au and going, I'll have that See that house in Glenmore yeah. Park in Penrith? Get it for me. I want it. Yeah, that's right. Um, right, got to go to a break time. Uh, that was our NRL update. Thanks to Irrigear. Uh, Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions. To save time and water, Irrigear is here. Break time, Suncorp segment. On the way next, a beauty for you today.
The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. It is Sports Day for Kia and Nutrien Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. It's time for our Suncorp Resilience uh, segment here. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp, Suncorp Home Resilience. Now, this is where we talk about safety because mm. that's what you have with Suncorp in storm season. How busy would it be for Suncorp? Their assessors at the moment, yeah, and, or even <clears> for the months coming up, with you don't know whether it's going to be um, fire damage, you don't yep. know whether it's going to be floods, yeah, lightning, hail, fun, hail. hail damage. Well, you, you just don't know. You've got plenty of hail damage. We know that. I've been in too many storms. Yeah, I'm going to take the lead on this. Mm-hmm. Is international cricket safe in Australia? This is off the back of the new cricket yeah, TV so rights deal. Explain this a little bit more to me. So the ICC, which is the not the yeah, not the Indian Cricket Council, yeah, okay, but, yeah. but the International Cricket Council has done a broadcast rights deal with Amazon Prime. Okay, so that, that means a little bit like rugby union is behind a paywall at Stan. Correct. Gotcha. But what this is only for? Yep. Uh, World Cup events. Mm. So T Twenty World Cup, uh, the fifty over World Cup. That will no longer be on free-to-air or on Fox or KO. You'll now have to pay additional money to watch it on Amazon so Prime you, from to, next year for to, four years. You have to you're, This is only for World Cups? Yeah, for ICC events. So not so Cricket Australia runs the program in Australia. So, okay, so and, and, and we are protected by anti-siphoning in Australia. Yeah, so you've got to have some free. and But, but if, if I'm a cricket fan and I want to watch... A, an ICC game. So give me an example of what would be behind the Well, paywall. T20 World Cup. World T20 Cup, World Cup, Cup, which is coming up. The 50-over World Cup. Yeah, that stuff. The, uh, s- uh, it's the, the championships. Uh, uh, what is it? The, where the top eight teams play off in the championship. Yeah, yep. ICC uh, championship. So you're talking about the upcoming T20. ICC test championship, where what? the two top teams play a test match. Which Australia just won. Yep. So if I want to watch the upcoming T20 World Cup. Yep. I'll have to get a Amazon Prime a monthly subscription to Amazon Prime. Yep, and then pay again to watch it, or just buy the subscription. I, I don't know how they're rolling it out, but I'd imagine it'd be like Stan. Yeah, so you have got to pay another fee. Yeah, yeah, to watch it. I tell you now, cricket fans will probably embrace it and watch it. I think they will. Yeah, like EPL fans do. I think is it Optus? Optus in Australia, right? right. So, but where Australian. Um, where Australian cricket is going to miss out here, and it's not not nothing to do with them. Yeah, is it's the it's the the occasional fan, the casual fan. So, so what, if you've if you've got it on KO and you've yeah. got all these sports on there, and you go, oh, the cricket's on. I might watch that for a half an hour, and that may turn into an hour. Like my wife will watch the the T Twenty World Cup at an appropriate time yep. and sit there with me and watch Australia play. Mm. But a, she's not going to she's not going to subscribe to Prime to watch that. Yeah. But if it's already on a platform where there's multiple sports, that's where this is going to kill these sorts of tournaments in countries like Australia. Will Australia really matter to the numbers when you're looking at India, Pakistan, no, Sri Lanka, looks, England? Sats, we are we are the top one of the top three nations in yeah, world cricket. So it's us, England, and and India who control cricket in the world. Mm. Um, I, I don't know, but it's gonna it's gonna hurt the growth of the game for new generations to come, and that's why T Twenty exists, right? It's to attract to the younger viewers, younger viewers, yeah, because it's a shorter concept. Mate, I was watching T Ten the other night. Do you believe? Like, 
There was no sport on the other night. And in Abu Dhabi, there was a T10 tournament. T10. Teams are scoring 120, 130 runs. I watched it. I thought it was fascinating. Not 11 players per side. Yes. Really? Yes. T10, 10 overs per team. It's getting, mate, we're going to have T2 soon. Wasn't it a a 200, just 200 balls? That's the 100. The 100 balls. Which I reckon is the, I reckon that's the sweet spot. I think T20 is taking too long now. (laughs) Mate, it's taking four hours to play a game now. Because you have a rocket man. Yeah, that's. At the heat. I still don't know how that got through, HR. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Will you pay uh, Amazon Prime to watch ICC events? Is it fair to say that a lot of people would have most of the streaming? Look, I've got Amazon Prime to watch shows. Oh, yeah, I've cut all mine back now just to have Netflix. Mm. And, and I get KO for nothing because I, not like Pat Cummins, likes electricity. So Alinta gives it to me for free. Sure, they probably charge me my electricity. Yeah. But I don't see it. But yeah, no, I, I'm not. Yes, that's. I don't. We don't have every streaming service. Mm. It's just a waste of money. I don't know how much it's costing me. It's 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 cheaper for me to make my own movies. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I don't want to see that. They're short films. Is it? In, get, <laughs> get your home. Storm season ready. A lot of body oil and peanut butter. The Suncorp, <laughs> sweat, lots of sweat and tears. That's right. This is Sports Day. Back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Sats and Jace here for your uh, Tuesday and already Tuesday night. Oh, this summer's going to be so hot. <laughs> Shut up, gout boy. You're one of those, are you? I'm not going to do that. Uh, Nutrient Ag Solutions also bring you Sports Day. Going further for Australian farmers. Um, are you just learning about the AFLW uh, Brisbane Lions jerry can celebration? Now, when they were celebrating at the end, I saw them all run on, all the reserves run on, all the girls that unfortunately couldn't play. And one of them was carrying this you know, army-style jerry can across. I'm going, well, that's obviously got something to do with a theme that they've had throughout pre-season the year. Pre-season training. Yeah, pre-season training. I'm wondering what it is. But she was waving it around the celebration. I said, I'm more concerned about her knocking someone else out <laughs> with that jerry can. But, yeah, it's a good story, isn't it, around – how significant the jerry can was. Well, here's the story yesterday um, from one of the players. Talk to me about the petrol can because the sign went up numerous times. I was watching it on the bench and now it is part of the celebrations. What is the story behind this petrol can? The jerry can. So we did a camp at the start of the year and it um, it just basically, we had to carry them for about 20 kilometres through a trek. So uh, Every time times get tough, we always throw up the jerry can. So everyone knows that it's time to work hard, just like we did in pre-season. That's uh, Dakota Davidson. She also told that story yesterday on SENQ with Ben Davis. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... That's tough work. A lot of, a lot of clubs do the, in the pre-season. They do, like, the Army-style camps, and you've got to... You'll carry a stretcher with a player on it, and you're yeah. talking... It's about communication and, and getting your teammates through it and working together, and they'd be carrying like a um, some sort of long rod, and they would have a series of jerry cans on that rod. They'd be carrying them on their shoulders. They may be carrying them. Sounds like SAS Australia. Exactly what it is. Uh, so it's it's become quite significant in world sport now, a lot of that training. The Penrith Panthers, funnily enough, this year, they had a like a, a, like a boxing world championship belt, and it had three plaques on it. So the first plaque on the left-hand side, they'd ripped that off after 2000 and... 2001, right. 21, I should say, first premiership. 
The second one on the right-hand side was the 2022 Premiership. Yeah. And then after the grand final, and this this belt sat in their football office. Yeah. So all the players could see it going into the into the gym. This was their theme, that they're going to become the undisputed champions. Yeah. And so on grand final, not when they won against the Broncos this year, they ripped off the middle the middle plaque, which said 2023. So, so they were, cool. They were the undisputed champions, and they had the – the, the boxing sort of significance, and this is what the Brisbane Lions AFLW team did. It's, and they, uh, what I loved is that they had a sign that went up on the sideline of a jerry can, and basically everyone looks loved at the it. sideline. When they're tired, they think, Keep well, going. well, we can push through this because we've done it before. And I think that may have been the problem with South this year because they did that documentary in pre-season where they moved the stuff from their old headquarters to the new headquarters. Marubri, yeah. Obviously it tired the players out. So my suggestion is not to save money on removalists and get your players to move all the furniture. As well. As, well, that's what they did. Well, they moved the, uh, all the, the memorabilia on the walls. Yeah, I saw some people carrying office chairs. Yeah, too much. Photos. Yeah. Like, no, I saw Cameron Murray with two filing cabinets, one on each arm. Yeah. No. No. And that's where Souths went wrong. Yeah. They tired out their players. They're yeah. not removalists. They'd be tired asses. Sports Day. When we come back, uh, we'll check what's happening. Re uh, fire warnings thanks to Firecoat. We'll do that next. The all electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to it. Doing it for Nutrient as well. Um, this is Sports Day. Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews. Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Uh, just a bit of a community update for you. Thanks to Firecoat. Be alert and prepare this bushfire season. There is a hazard reduction burn in Daisy Hill, uh, just south of Brisbane and surrounding areas. QFES, uh, or QFES, as they are affectionately known, are advising to avoid smoke by staying inside closing windows and doors. Don't forget to stay up to date. Get Look for them on the website. Uh, all thanks to the new Firecoat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions available at Bunnings Warehouse. Got to go, Sats. It's been good. Has your gout gotten worse during the show? Well, the, how you know it's coming on is it's it's like there's a little tiny... Yeah. Someone's put a little tiny hose in your... Yeah, and it's filling up. And you can feel it filling up full of fluid. So tomorrow night on the show, uh, Sats' a swollen toe mm. will talk to us exclusively. I shan't be here if I've got gout tomorrow. Mate, I'm just saying. Mate, you are soft. You'll be here, mate. Will I? I don't care if your foot's hanging off all right, or your one toe is bigger than your whole foot, right? Mm. You've got to do it. It's just scout, mate. Yeah. Paddle on. People are digging holes for a living. I'd rather dig holes than have gout. Put it that way. Okay. I'll try and think of something you might not want to do. Uh, all right. Catch you later, mate. We'll be back uh, yep. tomorrow night. Bye. Goodbye.